Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong with you? What's going on, everyone, and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church, and we are your local churchmen here faithfully giving our our voices, our ideas, our thoughts, our hallucinations. <laughs> whoa, whoa now. Now, okay, maybe not that last one. We're not going full Aaron Rodgers uh, up here in this podcast yet. <laughs> Uh, I'm here with the local churchman, Mr. Jack. Jack, Captain Jack, how are you, sir? Good. I mean, I'm not hallucinating like Aaron no, Rodgers. No, we're not. To be clear, <laughs> the, uh, we're not. What, what did he go to? Some dark retreat or like yeah he's but some dude, weird he's thing. searching man like he is he is looking for the answer and he thinks he's gonna find it in mushrooms and it's just not <laughs> like I, here's the thing here's the thing i've been a packers fan my whole life my family's originally from wisconsin it's where my grandparents came from i i love the packers right which yeah. is crazy being in the seattle area loving the packers because they're like one of the biggest rivals maybe yeah second to san francisco right but dude like i have tried over the last couple of years to like stick it out with aaron rodgers like given the benefit of the doubt like i have gone to bat for this man and he's <laughs> he's like going on all these podcasts talking about just uh, the experiences he's having in the midst of this mushroom high and i'm like i i can't i can't anymore like i man you you went too far like i'm sorry you know but again he's you know he's not a believer He's searching, yeah. you know, you're going to you're going to look for answers where you're going to where you think you're going to find answers. And he thinks it's going to be in some medicinal mushroomage. So, I mean, that's what we got of what I of what I hear, it sounds like, man, there's like crazy stuff going on in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson might get traded to Atlanta or something like that. Oh, yeah. Der- Derek like Carr. Yeah. Derek Carr already got traded to the Saints. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers. Apparently, there's whispers that Aaron Rodgers could go to the the Raiders. That would be like what a 
Like, okay, so it's fitting. It's fitting for amazing fan, franchise Packers quarterbacks, right? Because we had we yeah. had we had Brett Favre or mm-hmm. Favre for those in the know, <laughs> right? Like he he had his career at you know Packers, and then he went to the, the what's it, the Ravens. I think he went to the Jets, and, the Jets, and then he went to the it. Vikings. And then the Vikings, that's what it was. It was the Jets, and then, yeah, yeah, he had a short stint with the Jets and the Vikings, and it was just the entire time I'm screaming at him, just retire, just just yeah. please retire. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers is going to do the exact same thing. Like, he should have been done. Like, he he made his mark, you know, greatest. He's going to be he's gonna be Hall of Fame, easy. And, uh, and he's just going to stretch it out, man. He's yeah. That's just, I feel like Tom Brady's going to do the same thing. I feel like he's going to pull something else on us now. No, too. he officially officially retired. I don't. Officially I don't trust it. Times two. Yeah. I feel like I don't trust this. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, this isn't this isn't Happy Ranch Sports. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> this is the sports Happy podcast. Sports. <laughs> we're here to talk. We're here to talk about other stuff, man. Hey, Jack. Before we do, I have I have a quick announcement. We have a new patron. Mm. That I have to uh, ha- have their name hallowed through the halls. Oh yes, right? hallowed, Mister George. And now, uh, dude, I sent him a message. I don't know if you saw it. I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Sisson or Sisson. It's S I S S I O N or something like that. It maybe it's one of those weird pronunciation pronunciations where it's like an S H, like Sisson. But anyway, first name George. I can pronounce that. Last name yeah. Sisson. I believe. You know what? If I'm wrong, George. I am sorry, my friend, but we thank you for getting in early on the uh, the the uh, the exclusive content. Hopping in early on that, you will be a recipient of the amazing, amazing uh, exclusive content to come in uh, the hopefully the near future. Jack and I are getting all the technical yes. stuff uh, figured out. But George, we thank you. Your name has been hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Yes. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. We thank you, sir. You're the real one. You the real MVP. All right. You don't need mushrooms to make yourself to make yourself good. You know. You know. You don't need those things. You're. You're. We love you just the way you are. So we thank you, Jack. Before we hop into nonsense, uh, do you have a cigar for us? I do. Please give it us the is... reformatory cigar. Of the oh week. man. So this cigar of the week uh, is is interesting. Mm. Uh, I was looking for some cigars, kind of within the the price range of what we've been talking about, the seven to nine dollar range ish, right. somewhere around there. And I stumbled across something that is probably going to bring us down into a line of cigars that might just be uh, collaboration cigars. So basically, uh, Hoya de Monterey. Uh, teamed up with AJ Fernandez to make this uh, cigar called the Hoya uh, La Amistad Dark Sumatra. Uh, it's in the. It's weird. All the Vitola sizes are not like Robusto or Toro. They're like Espresso, Noche, Media Noche, or something like that. Mm. Um, so it's like kind of coffee inspired, but it is probably one of the best cigars I've had with a cup of coffee. There you um, go. It was, it, it could range. I've seen it. I bought mine for like $750 uh, at one of our cigar shops here in Tacoma. But you could easily get this for probably seven bucks, seven to eight bucks, somewhere around there, I would say. Um, but I will say so the breakdown of this so it's an Ecuadorian Sumatran wrapper. 
and it has Nicaraguan binder. It has Nicaraguan long fillers. Has Dominican fillers oh and Honduran fillers. Dude, they just threw all the fillers. Dude, it's got, they threw. It's got. They they threw. You should call that cigar is the kitchen sink, man. They yeah. threw everything in there. They threw a triple threat of <laughs> yeah. tobacco into the cigar, and it does like that first third is. Whew, if you like earthy. Like, that is about as earthy a cigar you're going to get with a cup of coffee. I feel like, honestly, if you if you take a few drags, a few puffs on it, yeah. and you drink it with coffee, the coffee actually counteracts and actually gives you a better taste. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. anyway, it's, uh, so it's that, um, man, it's just, there's a lot, like, if you don't like to smoke cigars for a very long time, mm-hmm. I would say this is probably the one for you, the espresso or the Robusto size, because it took me about 35 minutes to smoke this thing. There you go. That's not bad. So, and I was like trying to pace myself too. Yeah. Um, because if you, if you over puff and everything like that, you're, you're going to get dizzy. That's right. <laughs> Just telling you all right now. 100%. Um, and this cigar, yeah, it has it has some darker tones to it and some richness to it, but it's not it's not as overpowering as you think it is just because the the wrapper on it is very dark. That's right. It's very aged dark. So um, but yeah, it was great as far as the construction goes, great as far as the burn goes. There's no issues. I didn't have to like I think I had to touch it up once, but that's just because my OCD there you go. Smoking cigars. Yeah. Um, but you can just light that thing up and the burn rate on it and everything will be fine. Um, good smoke capacity and everything along those lines. So All right. if you really like smoking cigars uh, for your morning ritual or routine, That's right. I would definitely go with this. I think they sell them in boxes of 20. Okay. Um, but yeah, that uh, that's as good a cigar as you're going to smoke. There so. we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, you heard it here possibly for the first time. That is the Reformatory Cigar of the Week. Go and smoke to the glory of God. All right, Jack. Dude, that that, that morning cigar is kind of a, what I found because I'm doing the whole... Um, I'm doing um, intermittent fasting. I've been doing yeah. it for a while, right? And I've been hitting it really hard the last month. And I find that a very short cigar, maybe in the morning, uh, helps. It really does, you know. You know, and again, like <laughs> maybe not doing it every morning, but but if you're if you're finding like you're craving craving food, right? And you're like, oh man, you know what really sounds good? An entire tube of Pringles, right? <laughs> That's if that's where you're at. If that's the level of desperation that you find yourself in, you know, a short a short cigar, a couple puffs on that, man, it actually it actually helps. You know, honestly, I had that cigar with coffee for lunch yesterday. There you go. The productivity rates went through the roof, oh, dude. I'm sure they I was did. laser beamed. I, you, on I'm stuff sure yesterday. they did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Jack, we're gonna get into our topic today, man. We are wrapping up. Um, honestly, one of the my my favorite series that we have done on the yeah. Reformatory. I have really enjoyed this Back to the Basics series. Um, obviously, there are so many more 
topics and questions that could be, you know, you know, worked out in this series but we don't want to go full doc and devo 1689 right to where we're in this for two years (laughs) right um and again just with the theme of the podcast we're we're going to cover more stuff but we have been in this series now for a couple months it's been really really good but jack and i think that it's it's time for the series itself to come to an end doesn't mean that the local church talk comes to an end it just means that you know we want to be able to kind of kind of branch out and talk about some more broad stuff maybe on the next step like a certain Mister um, Andley Unhitcher Andley yeah, Un- old trailer <laughs> hitch old trailer hitch is back in the news baby we need, we need to Photoshop his face and, yeah and change it from the Witcher to the Un Un Unhitcher oh, the, or something yes like. yeah yes the Unhitcher dude that's yes. great Kuiper 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 Productions get on this dude <laughs> it's our idea oh but gosh. get on this the unhitcher the unhitcher series dude yes oh can you imagine Andy stanley with like the long white hair <laughs> i love it anyway that's gonna be on a future app because as we said he's back in the news and he said mm-hmm. some things that i think are actually good to talk about and have some pretty big local church implications but before we do that jack i want to wrap up this series in style I want to. I want to. I want to throw it over to you first. What's something about this series that you really appreciated? You know, slash. What are some kind of final thoughts as we, as we close, as we bring this particular series to a close, and we kind of look forward to how this series, how the essential truths of the local church should change the way that we that we view church, the way that we commit to church, things of that sort. What are some What are some thoughts that you have, kind of on that front? Yeah, I think. Um Man, there's so many things that we could talk about, but I think just focusing on a lot of the basics to what make our congregations, our local Lord's Day, very impactful to us mm. and the congregation is always important. Um, my past, One of my pastors talked about like just one Sunday, just one Lord's Day alone, that that may not change you, but if you keep doing this over and over and over again and it starts to build on you, those combinations of uh, Lord's Day services and times with the local church is going to impact you and the Holy Spirit's going to use that to change you. And so um, I think that just how, you know, we've talked about everything. We've talked about the offices. We've talked about like the whole kind of, ensemble if you will of what goes into a lord's day and how god uses that for his glory and for our good Mm. and i think that uh all of those things that we talked about are important to what we do on a lord's day gathering and how that impacts our faith to go forward and to keep preaching the gospel and to have a solid witness throughout the week and so I can't pinpoint it specifically because, I mean, I love ecclesiology. That's probably, if you were to know me, ecclesiology is one of my, like, top doctrines yeah. to go to that really interests me. Same. Um, I mean, hence hence this podcast. Yeah, you yeah know? hence this you podcast. Know, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, we, um, we don't actually really like talking about the local <laughs> church. It's just something that, you know, it's easy. <laughs> so I think the to wrap things up, I think that people may think, you know, you have to really be, if you're a Christian, um, it is a marathon. 
like your faith is a marathon. It's it's not these quick little sprints. Mm-hmm. It's not these you know get you know get to this certain faith this quick kind of scheme. Yeah. Um, it's going to be long. I mean, and this is the kind of language that Paul and the apostles use. Paul uses this language of, you know, an athlete, like you're building and every time you practice and every time you train, you will get muscle memory and that muscle memory will build and build and God will use that, um, in your faith. And so I think every Lord's day service builds upon itself, uh, to make you more and more like Jesus, obviously, but then obviously too to help your local church to kind of unify together as well, right? That it yep. builds you up as a family, and that the Lord's doing something every single week upon week uh, to make you as one. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. Those are just some thoughts that I've been thinking about um, because, yeah, one one Lord's Day service is not going to do it. Like you are not going to have, I w- in my opinion, you're not going to have revival out of one service. Sure. I feel like revival happens every single service on every single Lord's Day. Yeah. There's a type of revival that is happening within you. And I think sometimes we get too bogged down in this, we need to have this 100-day event to where people are driving across the country <laughs> you know, sure. and going to this specific place yeah. versus... It actually happens every single Sunday at your local church. Yeah. Revival will happen to you. Yeah. So. Well, it, I mean, yeah, that's 100% true, man. And I think it's it's something where what what I hope people gain from this series and honestly just from this podcast in general is that the local church is vital. It's absolutely vital. If you remove the mm. local church from the life of the believer, you are removing one of the primary means of sanctification for that believer, right? There's many means and methods that, that the Lord uses to increase the image of Christ in the lives of his, of his people, and the local church is one of the main ones, right? So it's important that we understand what a biblical local church is, what it looks like, what it doesn't look like, Right. And that's why we went into this series is because if we're going to take the stance and 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 stand plant our flag on the hill that the local church is essential and it's vital in the life of the believer, then we have to make sure that we have a correct understanding of what the church is. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I want to encourage folks to to make sure that they understand, that they know that is the church that you are going to. Is it a biblical church? Because it yeah. is that important, right? The effect that the local church is going to have on your life is going is is either going to be good or it's going to be bad, right? And and the vast majority of that depends on how that church is structured and whether it's a biblical church or or a not biblical church. Now, that's not to say that God can't and hasn't used bad churches to to sanctify his people. You know, Jack and I are both testaments to that, right? I have yeah. learned so many lessons, hard lessons, uh, because of some bad experiences with bad churches, right? But it's through those experiences that I came to a better and a deeper understanding of what a what a biblical church looks like. And we really want to encourage folks through this series to take inventory take stock of 
what is important when it comes to a local church? Mm-hmm. Are we free to just do things however we want? You know, are we free to just, you know, twist scripture uh, and unhitch from scripture to give a little preview of our next of our next uh, podcast topic? But uh, is that is that something we're free to do or are we bound by the authority of scripture, the inerrancy of scripture, the sufficiency mm-hmm. of scripture? Are we bound by that? Right. <clears throat> And that's not just in the church, that's in our entire life, right? And a good biblical church is going to remind you of that and point you to that, right? And, you know, we've said it here before, if if the church is doing what it's supposed to, it's going to encourage you, it's going to convict you, and it's going to bring you the accountability that you need and the community that you need. Yeah. Right? And those, those, those are the healthiest churches that are doing that for their people, right? So this... This series, this whole podcast is is dedicated to increasing the centrality of the local church in the life of the believer. That's what we want. That's what we want you guys to do, right? Mm-hmm. So as, you know, we we wrap up, man, like I just I just can't I can't emphasize enough how vital how vitally important the local church is to the life of the Christian. If the Christian wants to be effective, uh, in their sanctification, effective in their their slaying of sin, effective in evangelism, spreading the gospel to the world that we live in, effective in this culture that increasingly hates God more and hates the Bible more. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not by being a lone wolf Christian. Yeah. It's not by trying to go out there and fight the battles on your own. It's by being a committed member of of a local body where you find strength, accountability, community, and encouragement. That's that's where it has to start, right? The local church is for believers. That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't seek to share the gospel with the lost. It doesn't mean that we don't, we don't outreach to our communities. But we have to understand that the local church is primarily for the good of of the Christian. Yeah. That's what it's for. Yeah. And we need to understand that. And we need to understand why that is. <laughs> that yeah. your, your local church is your home base. That is where you gain your strength. That is where you regroup. And like Jack is saying, you get that you get that you get that small revival in the soul every Sunday where you are reminded yet again of the great work that Christ has done on your behalf, right? Like Jack, like I can't I can't imagine in my life, and I'm sure you can you can say this too, I can't imagine where I would be, how I would be doing, you know, just spiritually, mentally, if I did not have the, the, the blessing of the local church in my life. Yeah, I mean, it's quite, it's quite interesting because, you know, you talked about, you know, times in which the local church, obviously a local church culture has been not good and not sure. edifying to you and very uh, toxic and bad uh, in ways that don't help us in our faith. And then, you know, sometimes too, I think we always try to promote this as well too here on this podcast is the fact that just because it's bigger doesn't mean it's better. 
Um, just because your church size has a certain number to it, that doesn't automatically mean it's better. Um, yeah. And so, honestly, like, I think I took that step, uh, you know, a couple years ago when my wife and I went from a bigger congregation to a smaller congregation. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, the the better relationship building and the better accountability and the better transparency is there a lot of the times. Um, yeah. But yeah, when it comes to like those small, cause honestly our throughout the United States, most of our country has smaller churches, at least in a lot of denominations, the member size is going to be 70 to 50. Sure. Um, you know, if that's who we're targeting and who we're looking at, especially in edifying people through this podcast, like just because like there's crazy stuff going on in the Twitter sphere yeah. <laughs> about all these crazy things, I think the the focus should be on what's going on in your local church and what's happening to the people there. Yeah. Versus the crazy drama and the crazy speculations and and whatnot. Well, well, because the vast majority of that drama lives on the internet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. and, and it, you're 100 percent right, dude. It's is if we get distracted by those things, and we become consumed by those things, we're living in a world that that exists strictly on our phones. Yeah. Right. I can't tell you. I've had this conversation with, and uh, it's going to get me in trouble. You know, I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> I've had this conversation with uh, one of my elders. I can't tell you how frustrating it is when I see such energy being given to these online controversies on social media that have zero bearing on the daily life of the local church. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm talking pastors. I'm talking people who are leading churches are leading the charge in these fake wars <laughs> that at the end of the day have not and won't come through the doors of my local church to where I actually have to deal with it. Yeah. Right. And all of these all of these guys who are, are shouting, you know, you know, you, you know, who are drawing battle lines saying this is this is the thing. This is what we got to be fighting against. This is what we got to be doing. You know, if you believe this, then, you know, you're, you're with us. And if you don't, then you're you're this, you know, you're a Thomist or you're a you're a biblicist. Yeah, I'm showing my <laughs> hand here. I'm sorry. I'm showing my hand here. I have not dealt with this once. It doesn't exist in reality. And I know people are going to hear this and they're going to be like, oh, you're, you're, you know, you're wrong. Okay, sure, sure. You can, you can believe that. You can think that. I'm telling you, the energies that a lot of people are putting into things today, it's just, it just, it just misses the mark. Yeah. And it's not focused on the things that, that it needs to be focused on. And, we create sides and we create camps when we you know agree with 99.9% of everything else but because we disagree here man you're dead to me you know what i'm saying and none dude. of these issues <laughs> dude like i'm not dealing with this in the counseling office yeah i'm I, i'm not i'm not dealing with this you know 
I'm dealing with real problems. Yeah. I'm dealing with real people and real life stuff. And when we give in to focusing on all that social media stuff and all those fake controversies, the real life stuff, that's the first thing to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think to one, I think one event that impacted all of us over the last couple of years as well, too. Don't say it. In, in a local church. Don't say it. Well, it was the Does whole it? deconstruction. Oh, movement. okay. I thought you were going to say COVID. And I was going to say, well, no, he, yeah. he, he was, who shall not be named. <laughs> I mean, everything. I mean, everybody yes, knows that. Yes, I mean, that's just a given. Yeah, but sure. I feel like the whole deconstruction movement. Okay. Sure. There's some, there's some credence to like going through and figuring that out. And then also, does your church culture actually align to what you're confessing to? That's a huge thing now. Sure, sure, sure. Um, are your people confessing to and living out what you actually believe? Right. There's a huge gap in that, I think, in some churches, and that leads to a lot of people just slipping through the cracks and your culture and your church becoming absolutely abysmal. Right. And so I think some things online, yeah, but then there's these little controversies that are just like, dude, unless you go to like a men's breakfast (laughs) where you're like, where you just want to stir the pot a little bit. Yeah. You know? oh, those guys, dude. Those guys. I, goodness gracious. And they exist too. They exist. Like like we all know those guys. They they, yeah. they come they come to the they come they roll in five thirty in the morning. They eat all the bacon and man, oh they my. just they're just ready for war. Like let's let's talk about this. And I'm just like I like I don't have a dog in this fight, man, because like the, <laughs> I just don't like it doesn't affect me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's, man, it was really bad. Our last men's <laughs> breakfast, I think we almost we set off the fire alarm about three different times with the guys cooking, <laughs> and so the fire department came like twice to and, your like, men's breakfast. Yeah, and our, our pastors had to go outside. It's like sorry, false alarm, people. <laughs> Twice, so not not once. So so yeah. so you didn't learn your lesson the first time. You guys the, were like, okay, guys, let's make sure not to do yeah. that again. And by that, I mean do the exact same thing with Dude, no change. They they had they had. What they were you had, cooking? They were cooking. So the I wasn't cooking. The men in the in the breakfast <laughs> yeah, in the kitchen sure. were were in there and just burning the absolute snot out of this bacon. <laughs> And so it just smelled. I've walked in and it's like, dude, am I in the cigar lounge or am I? What's going on here? Dude, it was teach your, smoky, teach your men how to cook, dude. It's not that hard. It's not that hard, dude. Oh, don't burn the bacon, man. Of all the things, don't burn the bacon. So, I mean, anyway, that's funny. But yeah, twice. It's, uh... that, that's what gets me. That's what gets me is they did it twice. Like, Learn from your mistakes. <laughs> yeah, people of South Tacoma, sorry we wasted your tax dollars to come hey, to our church. It's the best. It's the best Tacoma has ever smelled. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe that's debatable oh, for some people. But yeah, it's. Goodness. I mean, there's just stuff like that where it comes up where you know guys want to come in there and throw around their weight and stuff like that. Right. And um, for the most part, like. A lot of stuff that happens online, and I mean, yeah, to the a certain effect of like, you know, do you ascribe to this kind of theology, or does our local church like ascribe to that? Maybe, maybe not. But a lot of people just 
aren't online looking at that stuff 24/7. Right. 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 Which is which is very beneficial. That, that's that's a really really good thing to do, you know. I think I think that yeah, I think that's healthy. <laughs> but I think for the but I think on the other hand, you do have people I think that I usually go online as well too just to know that I think being in a bigger church there was more controversies and there more mm, there was yeah. more quarreling that happened versus at a smaller local church which you know maybe it comes up here and there but it's more like a discussion point right. it's not anything like we're taking sides right we're drawing lines in the sand yeah and if you're over there you're going to become the enemy now or something you get the burnt bacon <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah no no yeah i agree man i think it's you know, that's one of the massive blessings of having a local church focus is it mm-hmm. is it keeps you from getting distracted. Yeah. Right. And it keeps your mind and your energy focused on the things that really matter, which is your brothers and sisters in Christ. Right. And all of that energy and 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 drive and zeal that would otherwise be used in honestly kind of a fruitless, pointless, uh, you know, war that exists only online digitally, all of that's going to be put into real life, practical ways to serve. And it's going to be serving your church. It's going to be serving, serving the people in your church, serving your community. Right. Yeah. Like I see, I see so much good and so much hope and so much amazing things happening, uh, with the people in my life that are focused on their local church. Right. I see people, involved in each other's lives. I see people having each other over to their house. I see people helping helping their friends fix cars, right? Like just just eat small stuff like that. I'm like that that is so much better. All right? Yeah. Helping a friend at your church, helping one of your brothers or sisters work on their car mm-hmm. is so much more profitable. Astronomically more profitable than all of the debates and all of the crazy discussions that are happening on social media. Yeah. I put so yeah. much more stock into that relationship and the relationship that is continuing to be cultivated there and the good that is being done there than all of the fake stuff that's happening on Twitter. Right? And that's what we need to remember. Because here's the thing. Culture and society, it's shoving the opposite down your throat. It's saying yeah. that Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Gab and all of the other the social medias that exist, like that's reality. And that's yeah. where you need to be putting your focus to get followers, to get clicks and likes and shares and mentions and all, all of this stuff, right? And it's just not true. Mm-hmm. It's not what matters. It's not where yeah. we should be focusing. The focus has never changed. Look at the focus of the local church in Acts when it first started. Mm-hmm. They were of one accord, sharing, doing life together in each other's homes. Nobody went without. The focus hasn't changed. Just because we're in 2023, the focus remains. You are called to make your local church central to who you are, and you will be blessed because of it. And there are so many people, I'm thinking through all the people that I go to church with, that I just, I love and adore so much, that I see doing that. It takes the frustration, the temporary frustration that I see on social media and that can get me frustrated when I focus on it too much and it reminds me of the eternal truths. Yeah. That these are the people I'm going to be sharing eternity with. 
And you know what? I want to get eternity started now. Yeah. So I'm going to be focusing on spending time with them and investing in them. It's just such a such so much more of a healthy perspective and a much, much more worthy calling to do than, you know, being a Twitter warrior. It's just it's just it like it, it's not even in the same conversation. It's not even yeah. on the same. It's not even on the same plane. Yeah. Yeah. And, and plus, too, it's interesting because I'm starting to see more and more people who are like millennials kind of around our same similar generation that are just like I think they're just burnt out of it. Yeah. And they're just like, I'm either like not going to be on social media or I'm going to limit that. Yep. And so I think you're starting to see a, an effect of that come on down the line, which it's weird because I think Gen Z is way more focused in on social media sometimes sure. than not. And I'm wondering if you're going to see them start to see that effect as well, too. Right. So it's interesting the trends that you see with... I guess the burnout of just what happens online and you're not getting the full picture of everything as well too. And sure. I think that's the hard part. Uh, and, and the scope in which you can react, it's not like you're having a conversation at a, at a coffee shop talking about the stuff, right? You're which interacting is, oh. with somebody via avatars and yeah. back and forths. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, it's just such an inferior way to communicate, you know, yeah. like, Twitter Twitter needs to be reserved for funny cat videos and you know <laughs> watching people getting fights and at baseball games. You know that that's that that's what Twitter needs to be. We got to stop trying to have these deep conversations yeah. on Twitter. It's just it's not what it's made for, right? And yeah. even with the new the new limit, dude, now the people that subscribe Ooh. and you're one of these people, Jack, you were part of the problem. <laughs> right? All these people that paid for Twitter, they can now write a flipping essay dude I, it's I, an essay i even though even though i have these rights i will not exercise them okay now people can be I wrong will not do that people can be wrong even longer <laughs> dude oh my goodness it's so much like when i see that show more button on a tweet nope. i scroll right past like now nope. it's not happening i'm sorry can't do it <laughs> can't do it so i unscroll this thing and it's literally like i'm back in seminary <laughs> forget about it it's a load of no. fugazi, man. I can't <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Jack, my friend. I think Big Eva has sung. I think she has, yes. Yeah. I think uh I think it's time for us to wrap up this series. We hope it's been encouraging to you. We hope that you guys uh uh just have a love for the local church that's just been increased through this series. And you know what? Keep listening because the local church talk ain't gonna stop. Yeah, uh, we're not going to quit on 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 that. The train is still rolling, and it's going to continue to roll until mm-hmm. you know something runs it off the tracks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that would be. Oh you gosh. know, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to presume. I don't want to. You know, have a prophetic voice here, Jack. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna go until we can't anymore. How about that? Okay. <laughs> the show goes on, people. The show, the goes, show on. goes on. The show goes on. <laughs> oh, Jack. Well, no, sorry. I was going to say. You know what I'm looking forward to. What's that? This Saturday. Oh, yes. You know what this Saturday is, Jack? Oh, yeah. It's my birthday. It's your birthday, my friend. You know what we're doing, Jack? <laughs> it's it's Italian restaurant. Oh, dude, we are going to the, <laughs> one of the best Italian restaurants in Washington. It's up in Anacortes, Washington. Mm-hmm. It is out of this world bananas good. Yeah. Um, 
Not like the swill that I had last night. <laughs> the swill. Oh my goodness, I was so sad. <sighs> uh, it, they, I, they, I would have been happier with Chef Boyardee. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> but this Saturday, dude, I'm looking forward to it. Italian, getting it with you. It's going to be yep. amazing. We might, uh, we might, we might share, share some pictures out. Anyway, yeah. it's neither here nor there. I just wanted to let you know that I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we are taking our wives just to be just to be clear. This isn't just this isn't just me and Jack, just like you know, doing a mandate up at an Italian, a romantic candlelit Italian restaurant. You know, it's not. We're, yeah, we're not to that point. We are taking yeah. our wives. It will well, be a double date. Can you imagine my pregnant wife, mm. who's in, I think it's like twenty four, twelve, twenty five weeks into her pregnancy. Yeah. Just going alone up to Anacortes, yeah, to a, like a legit Italian restaurant. Oh yeah, and just not taking her, like yeah, people. it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Do you think I want that? Do you think I want that smoke at the end of the day? I do not. Okay, well, and me, my <laughs> Italian wife, yeah, who's not pregnant, <laughs> but very Italian, yeah, like it's not. It would not be. It would not work out. You get for cut. Us. You Both get of cut, us, Josh. I'd get cut. You'd have cement shoes. It would. Yep. It would be a whole deal. The podcast. You know what? That's what would derail the podcast right there. Yeah. I just found it. If we didn't take our wives to this Italian dinner on Saturday, that would derail the podcast. It'd be over. We'd be done. Yeah. 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 That's exactly. where we're at. Jack, my friend, get us out of here, ladies and gentlemen. If you'd like to hear more stories about us possibly having cement shoes, yeah, or, or our travels, yeah. or uh, even our talks about the local church and ecclesiology, you too can follow us more on the Sociables and continue this conversation. Maybe ask us some more questions, engage with us. Mm-hmm. You can engage with us on the Facebook. Um, man, people are... Get- I got another layoff notice from Microsoft who's why laying you, off like six you, more people, 600 more people. Notices? You don't work I signed up for that. Why would you sign up for that? It's just depressing. I don't know. Like you're watching the you're watching the world crumble and you're just you know what? Actually, hey. you know what? It's Facebook. Wait, how do I get on this list? <laughs> this actually sounds this actually sounds fun. <laughs> so you can follow us on the on the Facebook, the Instagram as yeah. well with chocolate and marshmallow. Or like we talk about the insane asylum, mm. the Twitter, the tweaker, the That's little blue right. bird site. Uh, you can follow us all at those sociable media platforms at the tag at reformatory pod. Josh, you can continue to wet the people's beaks by talking them more through what? (laughs) Have you ever heard of that expression? No, no, Jack, I haven't heard of that because it's not a thing. It absolutely was a thing. It's wet their whistle. No. That's the saying. You don't no, no, no. wet someone's beaks. Back back in the Sicilian days, you'd say, oh, "I need to wet my beak." Oh, that you back. I in need the to Sicil- wet my beak. No, my gosh, <laughs> dude, that is not a thing. Wet my beak. <laughs> don't try to don't try to pull back in my day. That don't don't pull that on me. You're not that much older than me. Back in <laughs> wet someone's beak. Yeah. Okay. So it, I want to wet your beaks. Apparently, <laughs> what you can do is Jack and I are going to have some exclusive content coming up. Uh, we are in the in the um, we are in the throes right now if you will mm-hmm. of getting all of the details worked out. All of the um, uh, all of the tech stuff and you know the schedule stuff that's what we're working on and it will be over on Patreon and we're going to have uh, you're going to have, you know, 
access to the main episodes earlier than everyone else, and you get multiple bonus episodes. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. So you can head on over to Patreon. That is where we will be uh, doing the exclusive content. Looking forward to that. Last but not least, you can give us a little like and a little shout out if you want to on Apple Podcasts. It helps the podcast get out to more people. If you just scroll down, give us a little five stars. Give us a little uh, little review if you want. Uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Help keep those ratings up. We're doing our best. We're doing all that we can. And you too can help. And if you do, our pledge to you is that your name shall be hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. That is our pledge to you. We thank you guys. I think we have like a recent one as of February. Oh, we do. That says, even Lutherans like you guys. <laughs> oh, yes. I think we talked about that one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's, uh, oh, yeah. Hey, you oh, know what? Man. Hey, you Lutherans, man, commit to your local church. <laughs> exactly. We're we glad you like us. We appreciate it. We thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next step of the Reformatory.